1: Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we keep you motivated, inspired, and thinking big. Upleveling into quantum revenue is a choice that we can all make in any moment and then continue to make that choice to stay in that space each day. On this podcast, Ursula will share revenue growth strategies to reach your next level and introduce you to CEOs just like you who are making it happen. What's your next quantum leap going to be? See it, own it, and take that first step. If this is you, then Ursula wants to invite you to join us at the next 2X Intensive now. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. You're listening to Quantum Revenue Expansion with your host, Ursula Menchez. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to
0: the quantum revenue expansion podcast super excited to have you back with us today and i'm really excited because we have a very popular guest she's popular in our community she's popular amongst all of our listeners we have the very cool very amazing rebecca hall with us today good morning rebecca good morning (laughs) it's early where she is you know so we gotta we have to whisper so Here's the thing. The last time Rebecca was here, we talked about the seven secrets to scaling your business and received a lot of positive feedback from all of you and people shared it. And it was, you know, very exciting. It was one of our most listened to podcasts. So I've been thinking a lot about like, what else, what else can we talk about? There's so much. Like when Rebecca and I sit down and look at what we talk about, like the list is long, but we thought we'd come back and dig into the saboteurs, right? Right. We're still in a very interesting time in the world. As we record this, it's, you know, the end of May, 2022. And while we've come out of the pandemic, the world is still different. There's a new normal. Inflation is high, right? There's kind of, you know, things people talking about, is it going to be a recession? Like what's going to happen? We have war in the world. Like there's a lot of things going on. And yet here's what I can tell you. Our clients who are doing the work and staying focused on their business, are still having their best years ever in business, their best months in business. They're doubling, they're tripling, they're quadrupling their, their monthly revenue. Some of them have been on the podcast. You've heard from them. They've shared their experiences. And so we wanted to bring that conversation to all of you today. So we're going to talk about the seven saboteurs of scaling your business with the two of us today. So it's really going to be a conversation. We have our coffee. I'm hoping Rebecca has her chai tea with her today. and. Um, it's after something. the holiday, I'm oh. hydrating. Oh, my God. she's hydrating. She's got water, I got it. I have my water too. I have so many things. I have my protein shake, I got my water. Uh, but we're going to dig into this conversation and I'm going to invite you to get out a pen and paper because I guarantee you're going to want to take some notes. Now, before we dive into this very interesting conversation, oh, let me say this, well, this is part one. We're going to do two parts to this. We simply can't fit it all into one conversation. So this week will be part one, part two, We'll be next week, of course. We won't keep you hanging for that long. If you haven't yet, though, go to UrsulaInc.co forward slash apply. I invite you to apply to attend the next 2x Intensive. It's coming up in July. It's going to be here before we know it. Rebecca and I love teaching the 2x Intensive. It's two days. It's virtual, so it doesn't matter where you are in the world. You can come and hang out with us. And our clients just report massive shifts after they take that course in their thinking. In how they think about team and how they think about scaling their business like it's just you, you can't we can't explain right Rebecca we can't explain the magic and the power of that course you have to be there so if you feel the poll go to ursulainc.co forward slash apply Rebecca what else would you say like you get to
2: co-teach this you're coaching our clients in that program I think um I think the next the, you know today's episode and next week's episode might surprise people Uh, Because you might be sitting on the edge of your seat right now going like, oh, this is so awesome. What new things do they have to teach us? (laughs) And I will tell you, uh, when I first started in this business, my biggest fear was that at some point I was going to become too old, that I would become obsolete. Like, you know, things always change and they do change. But here's what I will tell you. The things that we're going to talk about, you've probably already heard. And the things that we're going to talk about, I bet you that you've kind of like falling down on one or two of them because we're human and that's just what we do, but it's tried and true pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, whatever's happening. The things that we're going to talk about are things that the same things we talk about with clients, the same things we talk about with big partners. It's just, it's, it's the tried and the true. So everything we're going to talk about today and next week is all doable. And we're just here to reignite you and to invite you to re-engage and to stick with a community that is going to help you continue to practice the things that you need to not only have the business that you want, but have the life that you want. We're really big about work, life, prosperity, not balance because if things yeah. are balanced, then nothing's moving. But just prosperity in both areas of your life. So I'm excited to talk about this because, sometimes people always want the magic bullet. And if you've watched more than one episode with me, you know, there's no magic bullets, but I'm going to give it to you straight. So I'm excited about it.
0: Yeah. I'm excited about this conversation. And if you haven't yet too, if you love the show and you keep hanging out with us, definitely leave us a review. It helps other people find the show. And I know a lot of you've been sharing it. So thank you for, for sharing the show with others, especially in this time, like it's still interesting time in the world. We want to spread as much goodwill as we can. And prosperity thinking right as Rebecca talked about so that so that everyone on the planet feels uplifted and that you know it's possible for you as well so without further ado well so if anyone's listening for the first time and you don't know you're like who the heck are you guys (laughs) and I want to go back and listen to some of the past episodes to get a better feel for who we are Uh, I've been doing the show since 2017 and we have hundreds and hundreds of episodes and thousands of downloads now background is in coaching, sales strategy, all the things to grow your business. And I love playing in the quantum mindset world, which is why, of course, this is the Quantum Revenue Expansion Show. And Rebecca's background, you know, the two of us have coached over 5,000 business owners together. She, not together together, but in total, we have about 500 years of business experience together. I think, you know, probably like 50, we can say now. And Rebecca's
2: worked. So Hold on, we're just really okay, good. 40? I don't know. We have enough. And I just keep at, Yeah.
0: Like <laughs> rounding up. That's yeah. the word. So what else can I say about Rebecca? She um she's she said the word. She's very direct. And that's what you're gonna hear from her today. She's coached from startups to hundred million dollar companies to everything in between. We've we've coached every industry mm-hmm. almost. I don't know. There's a few maybe we haven't. Yet for for whatever good reason right and, and it's just a blast and so you'll also get the cadence of what it's like to work with us our clients report that you don't get just one coach you get two and you get two very different coaches you'll see we're pretty yin and yang where we're aligned though is in our values how we see the world and you know what we really care about and that's truly making a difference in the world we want to live a great life we want to be prosperous but we want that to have a domino effect out into the world so that's all I'm going to say about that we might have to do a sh- different show about about the whole making a lot of money so you can give back to organizations you care about and live a great life. That's a me different show. So with that, let's just dive in. Um, we're talking about the seven saboteurs, right? Like what, what gets in the way for business owners who, you know, are ready to scale and want to scale. So we're going to start, we're going to start at the beginning. Um, Rebecca, before we even dive in like big picture, let's just say this, and this might be good to go back and listen to the seven secrets to scale your business, because there we talked about the importance of knowing what you want to create, right? Like knowing first and foremost, the foundation, you got to know what your revenue goals are. So this isn't a saboteur. This is just kind of the basics. So if you want a seven figure business, which a lot of clients do, they show up, they're around multi six figures. They want to get to seven figures. If that's what you want, you've got to map it out first. We call it projections. We call it getting it on paper. Like you've got to build that seven-figure business model first. Now, if you're not there yet, and you want hundred thousand dollars a year. That's eighty-three, thirty-three point thirty-three dollars per month. You'd have to build that model to figure out how to get there, right? So let's—we're assuming that that piece is complete. If it's not, definitely go back and you certainly listen to this, but go back and listen to one of the the past shows to you know, listen in on how to build that model or come and play with us at the next 2X Intensive, because that's what we do. We build your model month template when we start. So first saboteur of the seven, and I'm laughing by the way, I love, I love alliteration. My pastor recently said that pastors love alliteration. I was like, so do speakers and coaches, just so you know, the seven saboteurs of scaling your business. Okay. Marketing confusion. So many things around marketing that we see get confused. And I know Rebecca has a lot to say about this. I want to say this first that this just because someone else's marketing funnel worked for them does not mean it will work for you. I'm going to make a note of that because Rebecca's going to share some pieces of this and I want to circle back to this. So, so Rebecca dive in, I know you have a lot to say about marketing confusion.
2: Yeah. I think one of the biggest things is we, we don't understand or a lot of people get confused about what marketing what the pieces of marketing really are and one of the first things when I meet like a prospective client or a new client is I want to know like how they're reaching their audience and I get a lot of answers and they sound like well I'm uploading a new YouTube video or I've got my website redone or I've got a newsletter that I'm going to be putting out or a podcast. And that's great. The problem is, is technically that's nurturing, right? So that's great that you have like a new tool or a new asset to give people information about you or what you do. But my question is, how are you actually attracting the eyeball?
0: Hey CEOs, it's Ursula stopping by because I have a question for you. Are you ready to 2X your revenue, your monthly revenue, and shave 10 or more hours off your work week? If yes, you need to be at the next 2X Intensive course. And by clicking on the link in the show notes, you can schedule a private session with me to talk about how the 2X Intensive will help you. So just fill out the application below and Trisha will schedule a conversation for us. One of our clients said that in the first 10 minutes of the private coaching call that you received before the 2X Intensive, she made more than paid for the class. Another client shaved off 21 hours per week for a total of 84 hours a month that she was able to put back into her calendar to work on her business. Another client just reported that he has taken 40 hours off his work week after taking the 2X Intensive. and has grown a multi-million dollar company. So if this is of interest to you, fill out the application below. That application will get to Trisha, and Trisha will schedule a private 30-minute call for you and I to talk about how the 2X Intensive can help you. Can't wait to see you there. Can't wait to connect soon.
2: So what are things that get eyeballs? Jumping on other people's lists or running ads, SEO, going and speaking to an audience you've never spoken for, being a guest somewhere. So get really clear that uh, you, know, you get, so, people get so confused about, I'm putting all these assets up, but then they don't wonder why they don't have any sales or leads and it's because what's the thing that drove the eyeball to the asset? So when you're looking at your marketing, be really clear about, is this an asset that nurtures somebody Or is this an actual way that someone new is going to find me? So that's a really huge distinction. And if you've watched me before, you know, when it comes to marketing, I always love to talk about the dating. It's like dating, right? So same thing. You could get the perfect outfit, do your hair perfectly, have great makeup, you know, practice all the little funny things you're going to say. But if no one knows that you're ready to go out on a date, then you're not going out on any dates. So what are you going to do to get the eyeballs so that you can actually have a conversation with somebody? Now, of course, if you already have a list and you put assets out there, that's great. Okay. You definitely want to always be working your list. We have people that, you know, watch this podcast since 2017. And then all of a sudden they're like, Hey, I'm, I'm ready to jump in with you guys or whatever. And you want to do that. But I will tell you, business needs new blood always. So you want to have that rotation in and out in and out. So always ask myself, how am I getting new eyeballs or new blood to look at these assets I'm creating? Yeah. So good.
0: And here's the thing about marketing that I've found over the years is if I'm not doing marketing that I enjoy, I'm not doing marketing period. And we see this over and over again with clients. Like they're like, Himming and hawing are frustrated, which I totally get. I have hemmed and hawed over things like social media, which is not my friend, right? I don't love social media. I do it because I have to, but I figured out how to do it over the years, or I've figured out how to get help to get it done. And I'm better at it now. But it, you know, if that's not your favorite thing, or if there's this belief that you have to be on every social media channel that exists, that's a lie. Like that's that's not truth. You got to pick one or two that work for you. For some of our clients, it's only one. Maybe they only need to be on LinkedIn, like Instagram, Facebook don't work for them. That's fine. And once you figure that out, that's clarity. We were talking with a new client recently and the relief for her was palpable. We were like, well, if you, if you don't like doing video on social media, like she had this belief or someone had told her that she had to be live on video on social media, like all the time in order for her business to grow. And of course that wasn't working because if you're doing something that you don't want to do, that's going to come through. And I'm not saying you can't get good at something, but like if it's not a fit, it's it's just not a fit. When I first launched my business, I did a couple of things networking. I networked everywhere, which was good in the beginning because I needed to. And then I was invited to speak on stages and that continued to grow. And then I had my online, like my email marketing. Those are the three things that I did. And they worked, right? They worked well. But over time, of course, the world has shifted. We're more virtual now. You know, we've expanded and changed. But my newsletter has gone out for, I don't know, more than 15 years now. We had people, I was telling Rebecca, we had people during the pandemic who were reaching out saying, I've been on your list for like 15 years. <laughs> and I was just checking in on you. And they've been reading that. They've been opening. They've been reading it. So so a couple of things. It's do the kind of marketing that you actually enjoy. Otherwise, you won't do it, right? And second marketing's not perfect. Marketing's not perfect. Rebecca, how many ways should we be marketing and why
2: is that important? So I always like three ways, completely different ways that you're marketing all the time. Um, Because if you, I kind of liken it to investing in oil wells, right? If you put all your money in one well and you're like, this is it, this is what's going to make me a millionaire. That's very risky. But if you spread your money across several wells, then you actually are mitigating the risk. So we want three ways. And, you know, even if you look at your local grocery store, how many ways do they market? Right. They're going to like paint the windows. They're going to send a mailer out. You might buy, be on their text messaging, um, you know, the, or their email list. Uh, your neighbor is going to tell you that boneless, skinless chickens, two nine nine a pound this week. Right? <laughs> it's the sure. three C's. When you have kids, it's the three C's, chicken, cheese, and cereal. You have to have those right. in the house all the time. But you know, you want to have those different ways. Now, the opposite of that is don't have 10 ways because it's really hard to spin 10 plates all the time. And we'll talk about that as we keep moving. But I like three. If you have three ways, you know, and that they're different. So three ways also doesn't mean Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, right? That's called social media. That's just one way. So three very different ways that you are getting those eyeballs is what we want.
0: Yeah. And to and be consistent. That's the other thing. The opposite of confusion is the three ways and then to be marketing consistently. Right. So high level, you know, for those who are listening, I would I would dig in and look at that. How many ways are you marketing right now? What needs to shift? Is there marketing that you don't love to do? And we didn't really talk about this, but I wanted to add it in. And are you following someone else's funnel that doesn't work for you? Mm-hmm. I remember we had another client who God bless her. Cause we've all done this. She'd invested a lot of money in her, in a marketing funnel that someone else created. I've been there and it just wasn't working. And I remember we asked her and we're like, well, how did you get, like she'd had some really great months. How where did those other clients come from for her? She loved being on video mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, I just used to do, you know, Facebook lives and people would show up. So she'd gone from Facebook lives, which is very simple, very clear. She was doing it consistently. It was working. To someone said, "Hey, you have to have this fancy marketing funnel." She puts up this fancy marketing funnel. It doesn't work because it's not connected to her. So I think it's so important to find the marketing that that really resonates with you and that that you're in alignment with. And it's going to be different for everyone. We when we have our clients come to the 2x intensive, no one has the same marketing. Nobody. And I think it's very relieving when they start to see that it's okay to you know to really market how they
2: want to. Yeah, sure. All right. Are we, anything else you want to say about the marketing piece? Oh, I have lots to say, but, you know, another show, another time. Or That's the 2X. Yes, or hang out with us there for sure. Yeah. So what this ties nicely
0: to is the other saboteur is we don't track our numbers, right? So here's we're, we might be doing some great marketing. That's awesome, right? Do you know if it's working? What did work? So Rebecca, this, I know this is like your big jam. So let's,
2: what do you yeah, say? I think that? this is why a lot of people don't like marketing <laughs> because <laughs> do they tell. don't track. you know? So it's like you, you put all this effort and we think if we put marketing out there, then that's dollars in our bank account. And then when we don't have the dollars in our bank account, then we get discouraged by, about marketing. And um, I will tell you, And if you are one of these people, please reach out to me because I've never met one person that just had a marketing idea and chucked it out there. And then all the sales came in consistently month after month after month. Marketing is a dialing in process. And so how do you dial it in? Well, you have to track, right? And there's a lot of things to track in marketing. It's not just like, this is what I did. This is how many sales I got. It's you know, here's my reach. Here's how many people opted in. Here's how many people I actually connected with. Here's how many people actually had a conversation with. Here's how many people actually, you know, set an appointment or placed an order. And here's when they actually paid and when actually things got delivered. Um, Before, If you are familiar, I talk about days to cash, right? So there's all these KPIs or all these metrics that are in this marketing uh, sequence that we want to track. When someone says, hey, my marketing's not working, I need your help, like I don't, I have no idea what to say. You're gonna have to walk me through your marketing, and then I'm gonna have to say, well, how many people move from this stage to this stage or this stage to this stage or said this and didn't say this? So when you actually learn to track what you're doing, a couple of things happen. Number one, you might find some gaps, right? Like, oh, uh, a link is broken. So I put out this awesome marketing and no one opted in because the link didn't work or the phone number was wrong or whatever. So this helps you find the gaps. Also, it tells you where in the process is broken, So I've had a client that's like, oh, well, I hired a bunch of, I hired two marketing guys or two sales guys to call and they're not working. It's not working. And it's like, but we know that people calling for you works, right? Other companies have used it. Other people have used it. So what about your process? And right when we dug into it, I found all kinds of things about why it wasn't working. There was no tracking. We weren't managing leads. They only called them one time. Like, so if you track, if you put the numbers on the sequencing of how your, how someone would move, a prospect would move through your marketing, then you would know, right? If you were doing ads, uh, I coached someone once and they're like, yeah, ads are dumb. It didn't work. And I'm like, what do you mean it didn't work? They're like, yeah, I only got two sales. I put a hundred dollars into ads and only got two sales. Um, got how, sorry. How
0: much money into ads?
2: A hundred bucks. And they oh, only wow. got two sales. And I was like, but aren't your sales $300 each? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so what you're saying is you put in a hundred dollars and you got $600 and you're pissed. <laughs> so like, they, right? Cause they were just thinking two. I only got two sales. What a waste, right? So we have to know where we put in more money or we don't. Another one where I see people uh, not producing, but they're so committed to it is networking. They go to the same networking group over and over again and they never get any sales, but then they just keep going. So a couple of things are happening. Either the networking group doesn't have their target market or doesn't have any joint venture possibilities or affiliate possibilities, or they just they don't ever ask, right? Or it's not the right idea. So but they keep going, right? Because the lunch is good, or it's like a good social time. <laughs> social. It's the cost. It's mostly the social, right? We. I love networking for that reason. Yeah, and there's so many places to network. So find the networking place that works. If I'm networking somewhere every week and I don't get like a good lead or a sale within sixty days, I'm not going to that networking anymore. If I'm going once a month, I'll go ninety days, and I better have like as long as I'm doing what I so I'm supposed to, right? Like doing the things to get the leads or whatever um so we just don't track we think oh i'm just if i'm just really busy which we'll talk about that coming up um then i should get the money it's an unconscious thing guys you've got to be so conscious Mm -hmm. when mcdonald's puts out the mcrib or the shamrock shake or the monopoly game or whatever do you think they just like came up with that like you know we should do that monopoly game next month. Yeah, let's just throw that together. It is so targeted. It is so put together with numbers. It's so planted. Um, most things you see on the news, most things you read in everything. I mean, it's so planted. But but they use numbers, right? And they use cycles and sequences to do that. Now you might be saying like I I'm gonna just click off this podcast right now because this sounds really hard or this sounds like a lot of work and I will tell you, it's not hard. And and Ursula said it. When you do things that you enjoy, when you really enjoy connecting or really enjoy serving, whether your product or service, if you're very clear about what it does, um, you might have heard me say this before, solves a problem, meets a need. When you're clear about that, it's not that hard. Right. Right. So, you know, put, put the time in to track what the expectations are from your marketing campaigns. So you know what's working, what's not working, where to push in more, where to just adjust more, where to fill in a gap. Um, Because those are the things that feed you forever. A business without leads is no business and a business with super random leads and we don't know where they come from or how we get them turns into a burnt out business owner. So take the time to make sure you know where to get the new eyeballs, how they come and how to track them to get more and we work into projections of revenue from there.
0: And for someone who's going like their eyeballs are rolling back in their heads. Like, how do I even do this or where I want to be clear? Like you can track, you can do some amazing tracking on an Excel spreadsheet, a simple Excel spreadsheet. And, and then if you're still like, I have no idea how to do it, go to fiber.com F I V E R -R R.com. Right. You can find somebody there who could build a beautiful spreadsheet for you for marketing tracking, or you could probably Google it and download one for free. Like There's so much available to us right now and we forget. So just take that extra step and and figure out how to make it easy to track because that like, once you know how to track is what Rebecca's sharing, you can reverse engineer how to get to your next level. That's how important it is. And then you have your formula, right? That's your success formula to get there. All right, so so I'm feeling like we want to go to target market next. Do you want to go to target market next?
2: Yeah, let's do it
0: because then we're going to wrap up with target market and then we'll save the other four for the next show. All right. So, so marketing of course ties to the target market and you might've thought, well, we should start there. But the truth is target markets a dialing in process as well. And if you, and they're both just as important. So the fact that one came from the other is not more important. We wanted to lay the foundation of what marketing is and how to make it happen in your business and what it's not and how to be consistent with it and how to track it. What we find though, is when a lot of clients show up in our world, they've got an idea of who their target market is or who they'd like it to be, but it's not crystal clear. And, or, and, or they're allowing in a lot of clients or customers who are not their target market, which is causing them to really hate their business. (laughs) Right, Rebecca? I feel like we see that a lot, a lot of burnout. and because this ties to, I'm not charging enough. I'm not, you know, fill in the blank. So
2: Rebecca, where
0: where do we even begin with target market?
2: Well, I think too, like, um, it's, it's not, it's the who, like the experience that your target market's having, not like necessarily who they are because too many times it's like, well, my target market is women, 45 to 55. They have a couple of kids. They have their, you know, their household income is over hundred thousand. They like, you know, And it just kind of stops there. And it's like, you know, you have to know what problem you solve or what need you meet, right, with your product or your service. And your target market has to know that too. And we miss that because that's where you're going to, like, when you put up your nurturing, right, Mm -hmm. you've got to get relatable to the person you're trying to sell, no one wants to be sold something that they don't understand or think that they need because now you just look like a pushy salesperson. There's no convincing. So, the better that you understand what your target market is going through, what their experiences are, um, and we'll talk about this next on the value versus price, but you really got to understand what the issue is. And, you know, I've heard here, I'll just tell the story again really quick. If you, I don't know if we've heard it before, but I was uh, researching a car that I wanted and I was having a hard time finding it because of the color. And I had a buddy who worked with all the dealers in the Western United States. And he's like, I was telling him I couldn't find this particular car. And he's like, Oh, I'll help you find it. Like he was up for the challenge, right? He was going to prove his expertise so we went around and around and a couple of days later, he's like, hey, I found your car. And I'm like, you did. And I'm like, awesome. How much is it? And the price, because I do a lot of research, wasn't landing with me. I'm like, no, it can't be the same car. It's like it's more money. And I, and then I ended up finding the car and I'm like, oh, I found one in L.A. I'm going to go pick it up. He goes, well, no, I've got this car. And I'm like, but your car. And so we couldn't figure it out. So he's like, give me the VIN number of the car you're going to buy. So I give it to him and he comes back the next day. He's like, I figured it out. The one that I'm getting you has video monitors in the headrests. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want that. And he's like, but it's a $3,000 value and I'm getting it for you for $1,500. And I'm like, that's nice, but I don't want (laughs) video monitors. And he argued with me because in his mind, he was getting me something for 50% off. And what he didn't understand is I was zero related to having video monitors in my car. Why, why would I not want those? Well, two reasons, I don't have any young children. Therefore, there's no one to entertain in my backseat. Number two, I never ride in the backseat of my own car. I'm actually (laughs) driving it. So again, no need for video monitors. And he was just so upset with me and really took it personally because again, in his mind, he was giving me a discount, but what he wasn't listening to is he was costing me more money because I was zero related to this feature in my car. Mm -hmm. Now, if I would have had young kids would have been, oh yeah, that I'm taking it. 50% off those video monitors, I'm taking it. And that's just a great example of when we don't get our target market. We don't understand them. We're so clear about what we offer, but we've totally missed the mark on connecting and getting related to what their experience is. If you can get connected to somebody and what their experience is, it's a no brainer. If I cut my finger off, I'm not like, you know, it's a no brainer. I'm going to a doctor. They're solving my problem. We're very related on what's happening. I'm in a lot of pain. I need to be able to point at people and he can fix that. So, you know, that's how easy sales can be, but you've got to be selling to the right person. And so a lot of times we completely miss the experience that our target market is having. So that's what messes up the way that we market and that messes up the way that we nurture to them. So it's just super important to get to know who you're trying to sell and make sure that it's a marriage between the product and the service and the person.
0: Right. Such a great example. All the great examples. Rebecca loves to tell stories, use metaphors. So good
2: metaphor you to death.
0: (laughs) Well, and in our own business, we experienced that, right. When the recession hit, not the recession, there was the recession, then the pandemic, when the pandemic hit, you know, we had this big kind of moment of, what are we being called to do? Like, do we shut the business down? What's going to happen? And as we were talking to clients, we realized a couple things. One, we'd offered sales camp for years and a coaching program that followed it. And while that had been amazing, a lot of our clients were asking for next level. And when we started to really tune in and, and believe me, I had, I'd been hearing this for a long time. I was like, oh, we're, we need to evolve and expand our clients wanted to scale their businesses, right? They wanted to get to the next, they knew how to sell. They took sales camp all the years ago and they were doing great. But now it's like, how do I grow? How do I add people to my team? What do I do? And so our clients were telling us, right? And we started to have more and more conversations and I started talking about the 2X Intensive and clients said, oh my gosh, the second you offer that, let me know. Mm-hmm. And because it was meeting their next level, they had a problem. They'd grown to a certain size. They wanted to scale. In fact, recently we'd sent out an email And part of the email, right? This is marketing. Part of the email said, you know, if this is you, if your business is over six figures, if you have one person on your team and you're looking to 2X or more your revenue right now, um, let us know, reach out to us. We want to help you do it. And it was like, Someone said to us, right? Rebecca, someone, one of our clients reached yeah. out and said, "This, that email spoke directly to me. I thought you were, t- I thought you were saying it to me. They said that. And then they jumped in the 2X. They're like, we didn't even know you had this. is so exciting. And um, are continuing on with us in um, one of our coaching programs. So I share that because when you hone in that much, right? It starts to get really clear. Because we're not marketing to startups anymore. We have a few that might sneak in if they have phenomenal sales experience, but our clients have multi six figure, you know, h- at least over hundred thousand revenue. They know they want to get to the next level and they're in alignment with our values, right? That's the other piece we haven't really talked about, but our values being about community, prosperity, family, spirituality, like all of those pieces of who we are, that's who we attract. And the same is for you. Like your target market shares your values. And you just need to get super clear on the problem you solve and the need you meet, as Rebecca said. All right. <clears throat> we covered a lot of ground already. So we're this is already a 30-minute show, Rebecca. So we got to wrap this up. <laughs> we got to save the rest for, for next week. And I, Rebecca mentioned a little bit about you know time and value versus price. Those are some of the topics we're going to talk about next week when you join us. So for now, we're going to sign off. Thanks for hanging out with us. Rebecca, what do you want to just say final words before we sign off?
2: Uh just get this stuff done and then we'll see you next week and then we'll clean it all up. It'll be fun. I Perfect. Like we'll do some homework. That's a great plan. Just some homework around what we talked
0: about this week. Join us next week. Thanks everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye for now.
1: Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.